We're gonna burn Tokyo up. We got an explosive broadcast coming to you. We're Jet Set Radio. The Dreamcast Hour. And as always, welcome back to the Dreamcast Hour. Today, get ready to shake up your various cans of aerosol paints and put on your best pair of roller skates for it's time for a special episode. Every few episodes, I will fo- can't speak. Oh well, it's going well. I'll focus in on the Game Watch series that I think define the Dreamcast, and that's where we come to Jet Set Radio, one of perhaps the most iconic games on the console. Why can't I speak? This is bad. <laughs> as, as you could tell, the game is based around graffiti and skating. It may sound pretty boring, but we're going to get into the meat of the series in just a second, so stay tuned. So join me after the first break, where I'll be talking a bit more about the history. But as always, we need to boot up the console, so here we go.
this just in, we have confirmation now that Jamie does in fact understand the concept of love. Just thought I'd mention that to everyone. But welcome to the actual meat of the show, and my name is Viper, and today we'll be taking you through a crash course in Tokyo... Tokyo? Tokyo Toad, nice. We'll be going over the entire series, including some of the more obscure games, which some of you might not have heard of. So I'm glad to get the opportunity to talk to you about some of those games. But first up, we actually have a new segment, which I didn't do last time, and no fancy names, it's called Dream Class News. Note that I put a lot of effort into coming up with that one. So, let me see here, what have we got? First up in the news, a ni the 1990 eh? can't speak. <laughs> the 1996 PC shooter Postal has been made open source. Running with Scissors, the developer of the game, is looking for developers to port the game to the Dreamcast. When given a reason, they stated it's because it's the mascot's favourite console, apparently. And that I can confirm the mascot was sitting next to the European console, hashtag Team Blue, am I right? Oh, please don't kill me, thank you. Concept of Love isn't from a Dreamcast game, Jamie, you'd be right, but... Sh shut up. I'm joking, please, don't kill me. I still need you to help me with projects, so, um... And also, you, you said Team Red, so I just can't sub you on this one, I'm sorry. We've also got the Bahar Bros reveal a new Dreamcast HDMI box. Runs the game through VGA mode, unless it's unsupported, in which case it runs them through RGB SCART. These guys make very good, like, good VGA boxes for the Dreamcast, and what did I just do? Nice. Make very good Dreamcast VGA boxes, high quality, and they also have options to switch out to, for example, RGB SCART. But now that there's less TVs that support VGA, I think it's important that we finally make the switch. So now that's confirmed, I think, maybe there'll be some games that take more advantage of VGA, like indie games in the future. We can only hope, but speaking of indie games, a reprint of the indie title Sturmwind from 2013 has been re-released for the price of £30 or €35. Euros. There is also a throwback edition that includes a uh, Kraken plushie. Kraken? I think that's how you pronounce it. But the price is yet to be announced. The normal edition and throwback edition will be available for purchase right now as we speak. Although I can't tell you where to purchase, I didn't write that down, so I didn't think ahead, okay? But I actually would recommend this game, it is a very fun shoot 'em up something which the Dreamcast has an abundance of, but this one stands out and I definitely recommend it. And we've got one more news article here, or a proper news article. Tanglewood, a Mega Drive indie game, falls short of its Dreamcast version stretch goal. If it had reached a stretch goal for its Kickstarter project, the game would have been reworked using genuine Dreamcast dev kits would have had completely new graphics and artwork. Please note the Mega Drive version is still being released and it looks like a fantastic game but the Dreamcast version is not going to be in development because they didn't get enough funding to do it. I guess. By that, my only thing I guess, I know they didn't. They announced that. Oh. And also, final bit of news, the Swirl Wars has finally died down. For those of you who don't know, back in Winter Quest 2016, the legendary AAUK, also now known as just Kevin from Last Minute Continue, Kev, whatever you want to call him, um, gave away a red Dreamcast bag, and that caused much outroar. It caused a division between every member of Radio Sega, and basically, um, let's just say I was sort of held responsible, even though I wasn't. People pin the blame on me. 
so um just want to confirm was not me if you want to blame anyone let's blame uh i can't even think of anyone that'd be too mean i'm sorry so the swirl wars have slowly died down and if you vote for anything other than team blue i'm just going to be a bit disappointed not angry disappointed in your life decisions honestly and i'm now waiting for people to get outraged just like Jamie, who has now decided to post a picture of Dreamcast from Sega Hargills. Who is in fact orange, you, you would be correct, well done. Kevin ignited it, but everyone blamed it on me, so i got to clear that one up. Okay, 20. And I just want to give a thank you to the Dreamcast Junkyard, because that is my Dreamcast news website of choice, so that's how I found out about most of those articles. just want to give a thank you to them, and... No, I did not steal the articles, you shut up. <laughs> what have we got up next? New segment. So, after the break, we will be talking about the history of the Jet Set Radio series. But before that, I'm going to play you Dragula from the unreleased tracks of Jet Set Radio. Enjoy.
listening to Radio Sega, playing the best Sega music 24-7. Let's look at the fuck. And welcome back. So you just heard Dracula from unreleased tracks from Jet Set Radio. And that's actually different to the version I was planning on playing. That's different to the one that I was listening to earlier, but whatever. Different soundtracks and all that, I guess. But up next, we're going to be talking about the history. And um, get ready, because this is going to be quite a mouthful, because I did actually write quite a lot for this. So, the original idea for Jet Set Radio came from Ryu... Okay, I'm sorry, I'm going to butcher this. Ryota Ueda, back in 1995, when he joined the company of Sega. After taking a big influence from pop culture at the time, including Parappa the Rapper, an anime and manga, manga series at the time, he made the decision to have a cel-shaded art style, and after Smilebit finished their work on Panzer Dragoon Saga, they were given the opportunity to develop the game. After the, after the development period for the Japanese version of the game was done, the team reluctantly developed two exclusive levels for the American and European release. They didn't like the gate. They didn't like the game of editing. <laughs> they didn't like the idea of editing the game at the time because they felt that the game was a perfect reflection of Japan. But however, they decided to do it anyway to, <laughs> to capture an American audience. Uh, I've lost where I was. Nice. Um, these levels were later re-released in the Japanese in the Japanese version known as Della Jet Set Radio which also removed various bugs from the game and was only available for, available from the SegaNet the SegaNet website which made it increasingly rare. Uh, released in 2001 is probably the most obscure game in the series. Typing Jet was a mobile game exclusive to the Java platform in 2001 where the player types words to spray graffiti and outrun the police. Up next in the series is my personal favourite which may anger some people, Jet Set Radio Future. And, well, some people don't like this one, but it's a game that's very similar to the first, except with updated mechanics, which I personally believe makes the game more accessible to newcomers of the series. And speaking of more obscure Jet Set Radio games, up next in the timeline is the GBA port of Jet Set Radio, made by the same team behind the GBA Tony Hawk games, as well as, the, as, well as some of the GBA Crash games, according to the Discord. I'm guessing like that awful Spyro crossover was probably one of the games they made. But and I think it's a fun game for five minutes, but I don't think it will hold your interest for a long period of time. And after that was the HD re-release of the original game, which released nine years after the GBA port, making it the newest in the series. It's a good upgrade of the original, fixes a few issues, but certain versions create their own issues, like the save bug in the PC version. And unfortunately, that's all for the history of Jet Set Radio so far, unless, you know, future for PC actually happens, you can only hope. But um, I think I'm going to take a breather right now because that was fairly, that was fairly long, that took a while to get through. What have we got now? Since I'm actually, okay, since I'm actually going to try and play some more obscure tracks, here's Sneak Man from the GBA version. Enjoy.
don't understand what's going on here. So I was thinking, hang on a second, why is that not kicked in? Oh, that's my music kicking in. I should probably, you know, like actually start talking now. Okay, I will do that. So apparently because I'm trying to space out time here, I need to give my opinions on all the games. So, Jet Set Radio, do I really want to annoy some people? I actually don't care that much for the original Jet Set Radio. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's... I think it's a good game, it just has like a few too many issues and it controls slightly weirdly for my liking. I can see a good game there and I do enjoy it when I play it in free, free roam but I'm not keen on the story mode. I'm, I'm sorry, people, don't, don't, don't get angry. Uh, no more abuse, especially after, you know, uh, Team Blue. Please, please people. Okay. So next up, what, what's the next game? Um, Typing Jet. I can't even say anything about this because I've never played Typing Jet because almost no one has. So um, up next after that, oh don't worry Jamie, I have played the GBA version, it, it, it's, it's good. I'm about to give my opinion on that. Up next is Jet Set Radio Future, I'm at Angus and People, this is my favourite. 
it took like all the issues that I had with um, the original and just fixed them, added a better soundtrack in my opinion. Like they, they, they just, it, it did this thing that Sega never does, they went back to an old formula and tweaked it and pretty much made it the best it could be. I have very few issues with that game, it controls nicely, it has a good story, good variety of characters, overall I enjoy it. Also up next after that, as Jamie wants me to talk about, is perhaps the best game in the series, am I right? Jet Set Radio for GBA. Now we have we have some differing opinions in this um, in this Discord chat because Twenty was going off recommendations from other people and saying that it was mediocre. However, we have Jamie strongly defending it, so we're gonna have a war here. And I I think it's quite fun. I don't think it's an amazing game, but at the end of the day, if if you um <clears throat> get a copy, I don't think it's actually that expensive. But if you do end up buying a copy, it's fun for five minutes. Not anything I'd play extensively, but the time I have spent with it was quite fun. And I think that's it. Uh, potentially that could... You wouldn't say st Stongly. Please, Jamie, check that spelling. Thank you. There you go, you fixed it. Uh, Concept of Love is not in the original Eclipse. That was a new track for future. Um, no, I I can confirm that. I do not like the Dreamcast. <laughs> That's clearly why I, ha I made a show about it. I hate it. That must be the issue here. Also, I just feel like I'm going to get this in. I feel like we're going to finish quite early, so if anyone would like to get a request in, I might only be able to play one or two, but PM me. My Discord is GreenViper8. Just PM me your pick for a Jet Set Radio track, I guess. It can be from any game. As long as it's not typing jet because no one has the soundtrack for that. <laughs> but well we got we got another we got another song break already, that was quick. Here's birthday cake, I will join you after the break again.
Mom is an ant. Did you enjoy that screaming session that was Birthday Cake from Jet Set Radio Future? I sure did. The lyrics for that are absolutely traumatising if you've ever looked up the lyrics, although I think the version that made it into the game was edited because, jeez, I've, I've read the lyrics and I don't think I want to sleep again for that song. But anyway, now it's time for everyone's favourite segment of the show. It's everyone's favourite meme. It's Viper is the chill out, except I won't be airing the chill out this time because I got everything sorted. So, let me unmute and, well, quite simply, how do you join this madness? Just join the chill out room and you'll be selected at random to join the show. So, we're just going to wait around and while we do that, we're going to talk about the fact that I hoped that I would change out the background music without no one noticing. Um, the name of that song, Eclipse, was Birthday Cake. But by the looks of it, someone might already answer it by the time we get back. So, just gonna wait a bit until I can confirm that pretty much everyone is in. But I'm also having to be extra careful. This segment should be called Viper Ez in the Chill Out. Exactly. It should. It, why don't we just rename it? So, welcome back to Viper Ez in the Chill Out. What are we doing? Well, we're not airing the Chill Out, so um, the name's kind of redundant now. And I'm going to hope that everything's working, because um, the boss totally gave me a new setup, and I broke it the day before we were supposed to um, stream this live. So, um, there's no hope left for me, really. But, let's pick on someone at random, and hope that I've set my audio levels right, and they don't die. So let's go with... you. This is happening. Oh! You're right, you're correct, this would be happening. Welcome to the show, Mikko. Uh, what's up? Not much, I'm gonna mess with your audio level just slightly. So, um, the say I guess I should go ahead and introduce this. We're gonna basically be talking about just the Jet Set Radio series in general for anyone who wants to come and chat with me. So, do you have any prior experience of Jet Set Radio, Mikko, or is this just gonna be completely random? Now, I have some Jet Set Radio um, experiences, actually pretty recently as well. Go ahead and explain them then. Uh, first, I actually have my Jet Set Radio in the PS Vita, right? um, so I can actually play it, but it's not like the same controls as the Dreamcast. Um, let me just check here, I'm going to boost you slightly. There we go, so you played the... PS Vita version, how was that? Was that sort of different to... I actually yeah. did... Go ahead. I mean, it, it looks good, for, I guess, always, like the, as like the Dreamcast version, but it is a bit confusing, to say. Like, I was trying to, like, you know, do tricks and stuff, it's, like, confusing. I was, I was like, spending 20 minutes on the tutorial, or probably even more, because I'm that bad. Gotta start from somewhere, though, I guess. Yeah. 
And I also, uh, remember I have shown you this picture of the um, like the Jet Grind radio from uh, for the Dreamcast? Oh, you did show that. Did you ever go and actually buy that copy of Jet Grind radio? Not yet, but if it's still there, I'll definitely buy it. But it's like 35 bucks. Ouch. Like, why? Like, you're telling me you're gonna spend 35 bucks I still don't have a Dreamcast. Yet. Like, you, you need to no. get on that. Like, if I'll get a Dreamcast, I'll definitely buy it for sure. I, I think like, that's probably, probably one of the probably first. It's the first one. I was gonna say, that should be like, like one of your the first. Yeah, it's like the first ever. And I know that us Americans don't go call Jack Ryan Radio, but it's just set, basically. I mean, there's nothing we can do. I can still say it's just the radio. Yeah, I mean, you can't scream Jet Grind Radio as well as you can Jet Set Radio. Yeah, it makes sense, actually. It really does. But, yeah, uh, we basically we have the North American version of Jet Set Radio. We're still good. We'll call it Jet Set Radio from now on. It's probably the better name anyway, because Jet Set Radio doesn't actually have that much to do with the game. Oh, so Jet Grind Radio doesn't yeah. have that much to do with the game. Yeah, it just doesn't make any sense. I don't know why they can change it. Like, why do why Sega America? Like, Sega of America? Why? I think the story was because it was. I mean, I'm gonna have to remind myself. I think it's because they wanted it to sell sort of like extreme sports games that were big at the time. I mean, it's already extreme in itself, right? Yeah, but like by renaming it, I think people go, "Oh, this sounds like a sports game compared to Jet Set Radio, which just sounds like a game about." Illegal, illegal broadcasting, which doesn't sound that fun. <laughs> that's a pretty, that's pretty dumb, I have to say, in my opinion. I'm pretty sure most people would agree that's yeah. not real. That's not, not right. Jet Set Radio was already taken as a name? I mean, that could be a... Oh, um, I'm now being shown up, apparently. Um, thanks for that one. <laughs> yeah, okay, so according to Jamie... According to Jamie, it was due to copyright, and SBK is confirming this, so I now look like an idiot live on air. But then again, when do I not? That's alright. When, do, oh, when does the copyright even exist? Oh, it's been for a while. Okay, thank you. It's weird, Sega seem to have a lot of issues in only certain territories. Like with the whole orange swirl thing, which I don't want to go back to. No, why did I mention it? No, don't even do it! Don't, you just started it again! Oh yeah, but that nice was banter. technically relevant. <sighs> this banter. Yeah, Genesis <sighs> Mega Drive, um, Tivola and the Swirl thing. Oh, what have I done? That makes sense. They seem to have to change you their names a lot. It. God. What have you I just done? started the war again. Why? Actually, I can agree with SBK. Hashtag Stop the Swirl Wars. Can we get that trend in, please, people? Um, okay, I'll go ahead and explain this one. So, Eclipse, the reason why the swirl colour was changed was because a German game company known as Tivola had a logo that was an orange swirl, so they wanted to avoid copyright issues in Europe, so they changed the, they changed the colour of the swirl to blue, which I think is better, because we all know hashtag blue swirl master race, please don't kill me. Yeah, this is not interesting already. This has gone to um, fairly strange territories. So, uh, do you have anything else to say on Jet Set Radio as a whole, the series? Um, that's it. But it's basically a very good um, like game, like a couple good games. Actually, not good, awesome, basically. I will admit, I 
Like ever since I have seen Jasper Ray, I've been listening to his music a lot more. I mean, you don't even have to really be into the games to listen to the music. It's just that sort of music that you can put on, and it will just fit with whatever background music you need. It does. It really is. It's like you can just like it, it makes you feel like you know it's gonna be a great day and everything. Like just cleaning the dishes and and just jet set radio music comes on just instantly in a good mood. Yeah. Also, stop the swirl wars, please. I agree here. Please. <laughs> what have I started? Anyway, uh, thank you so much Wait. for coming on the show, Mikhail. Thanks. And we may be seeing more of you on this show soon, although I'm not going to announce anything yet, so that will come soon. We'll look, we'll look forward for it. Yeah, you'll, you guys will have to keep an eye out on what is happening, but thank you so much for coming on the show. I'm going to drag you back to the chill out now, and we'll bring on the next, All one, right. the next guest. Bye. Thank you for coming on. So, who will be our next victim? I say, hmm, this is a tough one, but I think our victim must be, and welcome to the show, Jamie. <laughs> He's been dragged out of his comfort zone onto uh, the Dreamcast Hour on live air. Oh, you're worse than Casey. I know. That's something anyway, I pride hello. myself on. So, do you have any prior experience with Jet Set Radio that you'd like to talk about on this show? I'll be honest, my uh, first introduction to the series was on the GBA. Oh, that's, that's why you're defending it so heavily. Now the secrets have come out. Well, what it is, what interested me about the GBA version was, I actually played the part of Sony uh, Ox Plus Skater 2 and I... Absolutely enjoyed that, and then I played uh, the GBA version of uh, Tony Ox from the Ground and saw that it was the same developers. And I thought, why not? What can go wrong with a part, like a simple part with a Dreamcast game? And a lot can go wrong with that. It's actually a very fun game, though, considering like you take such a complex game as Jet Set Radio and then port it down to a GBA, you'd think that there'd be a lot of issues, but it actually works quite well. Like, like I said, the only issue with the game is you've got to get used to the camera perspective to uh, do do like key movements in the game. That's the only issue with the game. I think also um, we're gonna have to stop these swirl wars once and for all. So uh, I, right. oh, okay. ladies and gentlemen of the Discord, please stop the swirl wars. There's no team red. There's no team blue. We'll team everybody. Make love, not war. Here we go. Goodbye. The great division between Radio Sega. As your Dreamcast overlord, I command you to follow Team Blue or stop. Either way, just, um, you know, like. <laughs> ease the pictures, I.I. That's all I was trying to say. <laughs> Don't become the new PT, please. For such a Dreamcast overlord, you just got educated about two minutes ago. True. Oh no, PT's here, and he's about to wreak havoc with the with the Team Blue Wars. What have oh, I done? Here we go. <laughs> anyway, anyway, back onto the topic of Jet Set Radio. Go ahead, I while, then, while we still can. Yeah. <laughs> I then actually managed to uh, play the a part of the Dreamcast version on PS3. I thought, why not? It's, I, I was able to pick it, uh, I was able to download it, I thought, try and experience what the actual game was like. And, 
to be honest, I didn't I, I didn't like the game to start off with. It's one of those games that I think like very sort of grows on you. Like when you first start playing it, it's very difficult to pick up. I actually say the same thing about Knights as well. But then, it like once you pick it up, I think it's a very fun game. It just takes a while to get used to. I was say I was that bad at it. I was even feeling at the tutorial. I did on my first go as well. So uh, no shaming here, unless you know someone in the Discord wants to shame you. I'm shamed well, on a daily well, I... basis. But like like you say, once you get going, it's a brilliant game, and the soundtrack just uh, is a nice uh, companion to the game. Okay, I'm just checking the time here. We still got a bit of time. Have you had any experience with Jet Set Radio Future, by any chance? Uh, I haven't, I'm afraid, apart from what's been played uh, on Radio Sega. Oh, what do you think of the soundtrack? Then I'm going to have to ask. I actually enjoyed it, but to be honest, the first time I experienced like the concept of uh, love wasn't uh, Jet Set uh, Radio Future. It was the Ollie Kim version. Good man, that, that's a good that's a good remix of it. But to be honest, I thought that was the original because this was before the point I knew much uh, of Jet Set Radio because when I uh, when I joined Radio Sega, obviously introduced me more to the uh, franchises Sega had, especially on the Dreamcast. I mean, at least you heard a good remix and it wasn't like some really bad YouTube one. Like, if you're going to listen to a remix of that, of um, any Jet Set Radio song, you need to listen to one of Hideki's own. Yeah. And then you got, was it Techno Pathetic? Yep, that's, that's a great track from uh, Ollie King as well. It was us on Jet Set Radio as well, wasn't it? Um, was Jet it, it was on Jet, Jet Set Radio Jet... Future. Yeah, yeah. There was a good Oli King remix that we played about two weeks back, so I'm not going to play it this week. <laughs> I don't want to get in trouble <laughs> for playing the same track in two weeks. Not in trouble. I'd just get repetitive, probably. Why don't you just play the same song every week for the rest of your show? So I could just play Get to the Top, like every every song is just Get to the Top, and um, I, I don't think I'll get kicked off for that at all, you know. I wouldn't have Get to the Top, it'd be non-stop ice cap. Uh, when, when is the um, Hard Time show with Jamie, please tell us. I don't know, at this moment in time I'm having a hard time setting it up. Oh, <laughs> the puns. You come in for my crown. But anyway, um, I think we're getting a bit low on time, so I'm actually going to drag you back. Thank you so much for coming on the show. We hope to have you on soon. You may be appearing at some point again soon, wink, wink, nudge, nudge. I can't confirm anything yet. Well, who knows? But maybe you'll hear his voice again at some point. But thank you so much for coming on. Thank you very much. Any last words before you meet your doom? Stop the swear wars. We don't need it anymore. I agree, let's kill the Swell Wars, like we killed the Dreamcast. And if, and if you do, it has to be Team Red because it's Dreamcast. Absolutely disgusting, right, get out of my room, thank you, no, I'm <laughs> Thank you so much for coming on the show. You're the Hard Girls fanboy. Good, good point, actually. You dis you disgust me because it should be the foil round for you. Well fine, okay, if we're going by the character, hashtag Team Orange. If we're going by the console itself, hashtag Team 
in blue. <laughs> there we go, that's finally my opinion. Now people can stop hassling me for my opinion on the swords. Oh no. I, I, He's gonna post a picture, I, isn't he? Wait, uh, I think we're gonna have to stop this conversation here. Yep, I knew he was gonna post it. But anyway, thank you so much for coming on. I'm gonna drag you back to the chill out now. I thank you. See you soon, maybe, who knows? And there we go. Unfortunately, that is the end of the Discord call in because I'm gonna run out of time and I don't wanna get fired. So, um, you know, I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to be quite. Con that, that's not the that's not the correct word I want to use. I'm gonna have to be uh, quite considerate, and I'm gonna move on to my Sega track of the week. And originally this was gonna be Tap de Papa Fire, but I got in the way, and I've had this song stuck in my head all day. So here's um, a love song from Project Diva X. <laughs>
want to listen to this show again? Download the podcast that will be available shortly on RadioSega.net and the iTunes Store or stream it on Stitcher. And you just heard my Sega track of the week, which was Love Song from Project Diva X. Now, I can't speak Japanese, so I'm not really sure what any of that song has to do with love, but there we go. But unfortunately, that does sadly bring us to the end of the show. Originally, there was more planned, but you've got to be considerate and remember that the king of Portuguese radio is on next. And please don't kill me, PT or uh, Rav. Thank you very much. I'm just trying to do this so I don't lose my job, okay? Okay, sounds good. But we... We have one more song left in the soundtrack, soundtrack? <laughs> in the queue, which is everybody jump around, but first we actually have to talk about next show, which will be coming up next Sunday, unless you know I die or something in the meantime, in which case that won't happen. So um, I also forgot to write this down, because as you can tell I'm a very well prepared person, and that's not the right document either, so in the meantime I stall for time and pretend like I know what I'm talking about. Perfect. Oh dear, well, um, guys, I'm leaving, you know, just... I'm gonna get destroyed, oh well. Um, um, next is episode 4, Fan Made Dreamcast Project, next Saturday, but... Before that, we got an entire Radio Sega week to get looked forward to. Up next is Casey and his friends, because, um, I, I just heard apparently he has some, according to that blog post. Uh, please, please, I don't want to die, thank you. And it's Radio Sega's Top 40, a show that I haven't heard since 2015, did that end? Although there was a special which I, I couldn't listen to last year, sadly. But please enjoy that. To kick, kick off your Radio Sega Live year, even though you know there was two shows before it, ignore those ones, I guess. And I'll be seeing you next week, but for now, here is Everybody Jump Around from Jet Set Radio, the original. But you're hearing a remix of it in the background, apparently, so uh, enjoy. The most important part of dance is music. So now let us listen to the music and identify the beats. was too soft.
Sega Music, live shows, and the chance to request your favorites. This is RadioSega.net.